Art of Relationship Show is copywritten. No one is to use any portion of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Dzinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationship Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format, plus applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. Hey, welcome everybody. It's Greg here and it is uh, Thursday noon here in Metro Detroit. Hopefully everybody's doing fantastic and the holidays are quickly approaching us and uh, well, actually some of them might be underway already. Going to talk about <coughs> today, are you with the wrong lover, the wrong person, the lo- wrong Boyfriend, girlfriend, spouse, partner. We'll just use the word partner, okay? Or maybe even love. Are you with the wrong person, okay? And it's ironic how many times I hear this from a lot of people. Greg, we might be, you know what, not right for each other. We're here to find out, you know, with your help. And I get this all the time. And it could be, are you just with the wrong person or are you not recognizing the normal process of a relationship or a marriage, okay? And I want to try to give you some maybe significant signs. Maybe that's a little uh, exaggerated, but (coughs) try to give you some criteria to look at, you know, what are the differences with you? And, you know, what what is uh, most important as far as you? And, you know what, are there some key indicators that you are with the wrong person? Absolutely, okay? But, you know, a lot of relationships, you go through ebb and flow. Everybody, you know, hears the stages of love, right? The in love, the honeymoon phase, and then maybe the real love phase where a lot of people start recognizing um, the flaws, the, you know, faults that your partner has. And you know what? It works both ways. They also recognize the flaws and faults that you have. And this is part of where a lot of people realize that, um, you know, you start noticing the things that were cute, that were, you know what, you thought were sort of unique to your partner, okay? So you look at, you know, oh, that's so cute, that's oh, it's hilarious, right? And all of a sudden, something your partner does that's hilarious, all of a sudden, it start, starts annoying the hell out of you. It starts bugging you. And this is the phase or the stage, if you will, you're wondering, you know what, if you are with the wrong partner or not. Instead of recognizing, you know what, this is part of relationships. This is part of being together and noticing that, you know what, we all have flaws. We all have faults. And you start questioning, right? And it might take you five years, 10 years. I get people, you know, married 20 plus years and they come to me and ask me, you know what, I think we've grown apart. And there is some truth to that. However, does that mean there are some truths to it that you did grow apart and you are just totally incompatible now? Or does this mean that you are with the wrong person at the stage of life that you're in? Okay. And some, you know, key indicators, you look at 
how many people, you know, over the years, okay, I'm going to, maybe you can recognize this in yourself, maybe your partner, but you've never talked about it, okay? It's ironic how many people, um, you know what, you see everything good, the honeymoon phase, right? And I've talked about this a long time ago. You know, honeymoon phase, they're perfect. You don't see any flaws with you. You can't wait to spend, you know what, countless hours together, right? There's not enough hours in the day to spend with one another. Awesome. And then pretty soon you're like, oh, damn, you know what? We spend too much time together. How many people have been in that situation where, you know, after a while you're like, damn, I need my space. I need to, you know, peace out. Instead of recognizing that it is a normal process in a rela relationship, it is the ebb and flow, what happens, what takes place, and it decides if you are able to move beyond this or not, okay? You could be out of a relationship and decide, you know what, you look back, oh, damn, we could have done this, we could have done that. And I talk about regrets all the time, right? I don't want anybody to, you know, leave my office with regrets. I want everybody to be able to look at, you know what, I tried this. There's no woulda, coulda, shoulda, that type of aspect um, that you tried everything and maybe it just didn't work. Maybe you are with the wrong partner, okay? But I want you to look at things and recognize the normal process of relationships and before I go any further, you can always join the discussion live below as always or give me a call 313-736- Five one five seven. Again, real quick, 313-736-5157 and join the discussion below and throw out your questions. A lot of people look at, you know what, Greg, maybe I'm with the wrong partner and it's been five years. It's been, you know, three years, seven years. You know, everyone talks about the seven-year itch. Well, now I think it's more like the five-year itch. It's reduced. Or, you know, 10 years, I just think I'm with the wrong partner because a lot of resentment builds. Remember I said the cute little things and the funny things about your partner you loved and thought were awesome? Now they annoy the hell out of you. It's recognizing and talking to each other and communicating what those issues are, okay? It's looking at, you know what, that, you know what, what happens maybe you with these flaws and faults you didn't see before and then you start realizing what oh my god my partner just changed right all of a sudden you know what you look at each oh my god you change you're not that same person i met you're not that same person i married and how many people are in that situation now or have been in that situation and are glad you didn't call it quits it's about working through it and understanding that you know what your partner just changes. Did they just change? And don't get me wrong. There are people that just, they lied. They're deceitful. They flipped the script. Instead of looking at, um, you know, those people you need to get away from. Plain and simple, right? If they're fraudulent, if they're, um, you know what, they're not that good of a person. Hey, Sabrina. Oh, my God, I miss you too. How's it going? Um, hopefully everything's going smooth for you in your life. And, you know, thanks. I'm glad you had time to uh, chime in a little bit. Um, looking at, you know what, did your partner really change? If they did, and, you know, they're fraudulent, they lie to you constantly, they're not really genuinely the person they presented to be, okay? Then you have real issues because your relationship, your love, whatever, marriage might be formed on and based on fraud. That's not a good thing, okay? Now, if you really love each other, you look at what are those things 
that can be changed if they choose to change them, if they choose to work on them, instead of realizing that's just that person's personality and then we need to be able to get out of here. You know, is there insecurities, why they lie? Are they not condoning it, but you look at those type of aspects. Or if that person is just, you know what, fraudulent, they try to be a nice person and they're, they turn out to be abusive, verbally, emotionally, physically, you need to get the hell away from that. But I'm talking about the, you know, superficial flaws, right? Not putting the toilet seat down, right? That type of thing. They might, uh, forget to pick up their dirty clothes and leave them on the floor and it annoys the hell out of you. Yes, and there's women that do it too. Hey, Tony, hey, brother, what's happening, man? Um, thanks for showing up as usual. I appreciate you very, very much, man, uh, sincerely. You know, all the help you do and trying to support me, the show, I appreciate you very much. Um, so you're looking at these aspects that is part of our relation. Oh my God, you realize you wake up, your partner is not perfect, okay? And this is the part where it might take a year. It might take five years, 10 years, 20 years to realize, or maybe you stop ignoring it and it realizes that it hits you in the face. You know what, damn, am I with the right person? Am I, you know what, in a relationship? Or you know what, am I with the wrong love of my life? And you start questioning this and you start, you know, your brain starts playing tricks on you. And it's part of the normal marriage, the normal relationship process to look at. You are going to go through, you know what, ebbs and flows, bumps in the road, speed bumps, whatever you want to call them, hiccups, okay? But you realize, you know what, this is me and the root of the issues are they that we disagree on certain things which is fine. That's part of being an individual, okay? You're not going to sell yourself out. You're not going to try to um, ignore who you are and who your identity is. Not at all, okay? But you're going to recognize, you know what, can I live with these so-called flaws? You know what? Do they still love me even though they forget to pick up their dirty clothes once in a while or put the toilet seat down? And it's ironic how a lot of people go after these issues. Oh my God, you drive me nuts. And is that the only thing they do? They, they don't ever put the toilet seat down. My question is, why don't you leave it up for them? I'm a smart ass, right? And you look at, is it those things, little things that drive you nuts? And it's exemplified. It's expanded, okay? It is um, exacerbated. Whatever term you want to use, okay? Exaggerated, there we go. Any term you want to use that the toilet seat turns into maybe the real issue that you're afraid to talk about, you don't feel loved, you don't feel desired, important like you used to do, okay? That maybe your partner now, remember, I said at the beginning, you can't spend enough time together. There isn't enough time. Now it's like, damn, I want my own time. I want I want space, you know what? Peace, man, I need my own breathing space. Instead of going after the real issues, you know what? These little flaws you have might not be a big deal as long as I feel loved and appreciated. It's like your whole expectation and fantasy realm when you were together, remember the honeymoon phase that, you know, everything's perfect and you click and our sex is great. You know what? You communicate, you feel heard, you feel paid attention to a priority and important. And all of a sudden real life starts hitting. Okay. Work is in the way. And you're wondering what the hell happens. I tell people that in love feeling that honeymoon phase, no one can be in that forever. Okay. It's an ebb and flow. Our bodies, our, you know, human psyche is not made 
to stay at certain highs all the time. That's why maybe a lot of people are addicted to drugs and you know alcohol because they want to maintain that high all the time and it's not realistic. I want you to have a realistic view point of relationships and of a marriage about the ebb and flow. Nothing is perfect. Everybody knows that. Yeah, we all want it to be perfect, but we need to realize it's not going to be. And because you have, you know, different flaws that you see and show each other doesn't mean it's the wrong person for you, okay? <clears throat> and those are things that I want you to be able to look at. You know, how many times, oh, my God, you never forgot things before when we were dating or when we were first married. Now you forget to pick up whatever, milk. You forget to pick up bread. You get where I'm going with this. All of a sudden, oh, my God, you forget my it's my mother's birthday. How dare you? You know, life gets in the way and it becomes overwhelmed. Remember that high? Everything settles in, right? It's funny how we're so tuned in to that one person and everything is sort of ignored around us and it's ironic when we reach that equilibrium you know we start focusing or refocusing on our careers work again um, maybe you have kids a lot of things get in the way and all of a sudden you know that focus gets shattered you get me but this is part of what you need to realize this is normal I didn't say you had to accept it <laughs> not at all right this is part of where I want you to realize you know what this is a normal process of a relationship this is a normal thing if you will phase in a relationship and I talked about you know the three you know phases in you know a lot of people I see are in that third phase that is with well I'm talking about it right now right where you don't know if you're with that wrong person or not now I'm gonna get into a little bit pay attention of you know what if you are with that wrong person okay and this is that third phase I talk about where you start looking at um, <clears throat> you know what did I marry the wrong person are we not meant for each other like I thought and all the expectations uh, they're shattered and all the dreams are sort of you know what they're killed okay but those dreams can still be there if you're able to look at each other and look at you know what what am I doing to cause problems in a relationship instead of blaming all the time and this is that third phase I talk about when you start asking yourself oh my god they do this they do that they piss me off they annoy me oh my god this drives me nuts have you ever asked yourself you know what what are you doing that drives your partner nuts what are you doing that annoys your partner it's so ironic how many people are able to pick apart our partner right maybe I'm guilty of that in the past too right it's part of being human but we need to look at ourselves and ask our partner what are we doing that annoys you because I wanna work on it I wanna try to stop it and you know there's couples that you know I've had a student she disclosed years ago in human sexuality that her and her husband you know it's simple things like uh, you know the butcher block you have the knives in the butcher block okay she wanted them on an angle it was easier you know for her to pull them out one on an angle and her husband wanted them straight you get me like uh, parallel to the counter and stuff or perpendicular to the wall we'll say and um, the, it would turn into a little game it was fun and cute at first and then it became annoying to both of them it's ironic right how different idiosyncrasies start annoying the hell out of each other and you start looking at it does this really matter does you know the knife block does it really matter which way it goes 
that type of thing, okay? And you start realizing, you know what, what is really important to each other? Are you showing each other that you love each other, you adore each other, you desire each other, and that you cherish each other, that you're a priority? Or is it the little flaws that you are paying attention to that tend to annoy the living hell out of you? And then you start questioning, am I with the right partner or not? okay and you start annoying each other you start you know what you start taking up each other's space i get that that's part of a relationship or marriage right but it's annoying that um you could have a great relationship a good relationship but because you're not looking at it and you start questioning and it's okay it's normal to question am i with the right person i've done it i think all of us have done it one time or another okay but it's looking at digging deep and looking at do you really have that love and that desire for that person anymore they just ignore you now and then okay that's normal i want you to look at it and what do you do to show each other you love each other and sort of accept the flaws that they have as long as it doesn't cut across the essence and i've talked about this normal and tony you mentioned i've asked myself in the past years if my wife was to be gone tomorrow would I miss her or when we argue I ask myself the question if one of us died tomorrow does the issue really matter and Tony you know what you're very very wise and I've said that numerous times you know on numerous shows you have a lot of wisdom and I agree with that and one thing I asked and there was an individual um, client yesterday and I'll ask this and I, I'm sort of blunt and I'm sort of rude not rude i'm rude because it creates a purpose okay and i'll ask and this goes by you know would you miss her you know if they were gone tomorrow my question i want to go deeper than this i'll ask this question to people okay um you know what they annoy you you you're miserable that type of thing you know what what if your partner went out and had sex with somebody else today tomorrow what would that do to you if you broke up, you know what, broke up or got divorced and you heard your partner was having sex with somebody else, dating somebody else, what would that do to you? You know what, would you act like, you know what, no big deal, okay, fine. Then that tells me, yeah, you're with the wrong partner. You get me? Now, if you were crushed and devastated... And it's something we don't want to think about, right? We don't want to think about our partner having sex with somebody else. Well, you know what? Unless you're into that, you know, you're into swinging into an open relationship or polygamy, that type of thing, or, you know, threesomes, then that, you know, that's different. You might get turned on by that. But I'm talking about the essence. If your partner was having sex with somebody else and was emotionally involved, what would that do to you? And that tells me, if that is devastating to you, that tells me that you know what, maybe you have a lot of love for your partner, whatever. And this is a situation where you might feel this love for your partner, but your partner might not feel that back for you. And then it's about healing. It's about trying to move on and heal within yourself so we can disconnect emotionally and get you to where, you know what, you're in a healthier spot and you're in a situation where you're getting the love and the desire that you, you know what, that you need, okay? So that's one parameter I usually go by. I cut deep, okay? It sounds like I'm being rude when I ask, you know, individuals this, or I'll ask couples that. 
um, in session. You know what? If so-and-so, she, he, whatever, was having sex with somebody else, what would that do to you? I want you to really think about it, not just, oh, whatever. I want you to think about it so it soaks in. It hits you here in the heart. You get me? Now, if you look at you wouldn't care, chances are that relationship isn't going to make make it, okay? Um, hey, Sabrina, I found in losing love, we don't realize the little things in the end that matter most. I don't remember the bad. I highlight the beauty of the relationship. I think that's why I have such a hard time letting go. I'm walk, you know, um, walking this, it's killing me. And I, you know what, th that's a good example. My question is, and I, with people that have been through a divorce or going through a divorce or a breakup, I want them to look at, and not in a bad way, I tell people, I don't ever want them to bash their partner or whatever. It gives their partner a lot more control. What I do in this situation, Sabrina, I want them to focus on what they were not getting in the relationship, okay, as a moment to heal. Where, you know what, if you weren't feeling desired, you weren't feeling loved, you weren't feeling cherished, I want you to focus on those things as a way to, you know what, not to bash and hold on to those bad things, but to say, you know what, I deserve to be desired. I want someone that's going to be with me that wants to rip my clothes off. I want to be with someone that wants to please me sexually. I want someone that respects me, isn't going to abuse me. You use those things as a source of power of self-love and self-respect. And that's what I go after as a starting point to help people heal and to be able to move forward and progress through a breakup or a divorce, a heartbreak. It sounds simple. It isn't that simple. I wish it would happen overnight, but it's a starting point to look at, Sabrina. And also look at, once that's done, you can look at, you know what, I want someone we used to joke around with, an ex, and I love that laughter and joking around. I want someone I can laugh and joke around with, okay? Now, I'm going to flip the script a little bit and go after, okay, maybe signs that you are with that person you know what, the person you're with, there we go, sorry, the person you're with might not be right for you or you might not be right for that person, okay? Again, nothing is perfect. It is looking at, you know what, if you love an individual and, you know what, say they're abusing you verbally, physically, emotionally, ripping you apart all the time, okay? Now, I'm going to tell you, if they're not willing to get help for that, if they're not willing to stop that, you are with the wrong partner. You get me? It's plain and simple, okay? If you are with somebody that is refusing to grow and evolve in the relationship, I'm not saying you're going to get everything you want. That doesn't mean I don't want to be freaking taken out of context. Well, Greg said, you know what? You're not willing <laughs> to evolve and grow or, you know what? You're out of here. No. You need to be able to bring it up about what is bothering you in a relationship, okay? And if they're not willing to grow and evolve, and it's not against their essence, okay? It's not against the person they are. It, it's not something that is, okay, I want to be in a monogamous relationship and my partner wants to be in an open relationship or wants to be swingers. And that's the essence who they are and your essence is to be monogamous. Chances are you're with the wrong partner got me and neither one of you are willing to change or grow and let go of that and that's gonna tell me yes you are with the wrong partner okay if your partner is unwilling or doesn't want to make love with you or um, you know what has no rhyme or reason for that issue or doesn't want to work on it and try to get the passion try to look at what's going on 
um, that maybe they're lazy or they don't want to seek help, chances are you're with the wrong partner, okay? Say you're in a new relationship after a divorce or whatever, and say you have a child who is gay or lesbian, okay? And they are totally against people who are gay or lesbian. I'm going to tell you, you're with the wrong partner. You get me? <laughs> so the essence of who you are, you don't sell yourself out, okay? Or, you know, when you look at it, no one's perfect. And you know deep down in your gut, in your heart, that you're not going to have that love and desire for that person anymore, any further. And you know what? Then you are, chances are, you are with that wrong partner. That doesn't mean going back a little bit, backstepping a little bit. When I mention that, you know what? You know, you go through ebb and flow and you might feel like, you know what, your partner's the wrong person for you. When it's, you know, you look at all the flaws and whatever, you still have love for them. You still have the chemistry for them, okay? You get me. That's still there underneath all the BS. But if the chemistry is dead and the passion is dead for one another, you know what? I'm all about you seeking help. Give me a call. I want to help try to ignite that passion big time. And there are some things we can do to get that back. But there's no guarantees. There's some people that will never, ever get that back. And if you are okay just living as roommates, you co-parent the kids great living as roommates, but, but there's no you know physical attraction or there's no passion, there's no chemistry anymore, are you going to want to live that way? That's not my question to answer. It's your question to answer. Then that tells me maybe, you know what, you're self-sacrificing and you're trying to force yourself to be with that person because the fear of the inevitable, maybe being lonely, starting over again, right? You get me? And looking at, you know, those type of fears. What's it going to do to the kids and all this aspect? And you're making excuses when you know deep down that you're not with the person you want to be with, okay? And it's ironic where a lot of people might be in long-term relationships, okay? And they are, you know what? It's the same issue over and over and over again during this long-term relationship, this long-term relationship, this long-term relationship, and they realize that isn't the person for me, that isn't the person for me, and they could love each other. Nothing's perfect, right? But then they jump because they want that in love feeling all the time, but they're not willing to stay and dig their feet in and maybe look at what's going on. If this is a normal part of a relationship or marriage, this is normal. This is what happens. How do we work through it together and continue to show each other we love each other and our chemistry is there for one another? You know what? But then they end up in the same pattern, the same type of situation. They look at it. It's always your partner. It's, it must be them. must be the wrong partner. Well, you know what, maybe that person's willing to work through those things with you, but maybe you're willing, you're not, because your realistic expectations of how relationships work and how, you know, maybe marriage works, that your expectations aren't reality. They're in a fantasy land, and that's where I want you to wake up and realize, you know what, things shouldn't be so difficult all the time. You get me? But... They're going to be difficult. They're going to be challenging. It's how you work through them and realize that you both love each other and desire each other and that you are still dedicated to each other, okay, that you work through that. And then you find out that that love can deepen and be more truer than what it was in the fantasy realm of the honeymoon phase, okay, to be able to work through that. But you also need to understand, 
you know what, if you are with the wrong partner, that maybe, you know, they don't want to mature or evolve in communication aspects. They don't want to evolve, you know, sexually. They're comfortable being in one spot and you're sort of bored, that type of thing, okay? Then chances are you might be with the wrong partner. Are you both going to feel like you're sacrificing and doing something you don't want to do? That is going to tell you if you are probably with the wrong partner or not. Now, I'm talk, not talking about, okay, you don't want to go see this movie with your partner and Greg told me not to do anything I really don't want to do. No, that's part of a relationship in a marriage. You get me? You're going to make ebb and flows. It's give and take. But I'm talking about the essence of who you are. You want a monogamous relationship and somebody else wants to, is going to cheat on you all the time. Yeah, you're with the wrong partner. You get me? Someone that abuses you, beats the crap out of you. But you know what Greg said? That's part of the rough stuff to work through. No. <laughs> the essence to get help and work through that. Or you know what? You need to get safety first, big time, so you don't end up killed or severely hurt. You need to get the hell out of that situation first and foremost. You get me? So you need to look at is, is this a stage we're in in a relationship or marriage and how do we work through it? How do we reach for each other and understand this is normal part of our relationship or that the key ingredients and the essence of who you are and what you want in a relationship, that person just doesn't meet, doesn't want to meet or is not them, then that's going to tell you, yes, you are with the wrong person. Okay, so hopefully this clarifies some things. I appreciate you listening up. Thank you so, so very much. I am very, very humbled. And I want to thank you for the support of uh, the friend of mine yesterday, you know, at the funeral that um, lost her adult son. So I appreciate all the, the love and respect. It wasn't for me, okay? I'm sending it over to her in the event when she lost her uh, adult son. Uh, so I'm sending all that love. That wasn't for me. I'm cool. I'm peace. So I appreciate all that, okay? But thank you for sending all that information out there uh, in the world. And I definitely passed it on uh, to her and continue to do so, okay? And uh, her remaining loved ones. So I appreciate that very much, people, for the support. And as always, check out my website, theartofrelationships.org. Um, check out the information, a little more about me. Any questions, any topics you want to hear, private message me. Throw them in the chat below. Um, whatever. I want to help you out and help you have the relationship you've always desired, okay? Nothing's perfect, but go with me on this, okay? Send me a private message, um, you know, with show topics. You want questions you want me to answer, talk about. Please, I'm here to help you. That's what my passion is, okay? Peace and love to everybody out there. Everybody have a phenomenal day, and I'll catch you tomorrow at 12 noon Eastern time right here on Facebook dot com slash Detroit's Love Guru. Take care, people.